In yesterday's lesson, we ended with the challenge to get rid of all complacency. As we prayed that prayer, and I hope you prayed it further throughout the day, did did you sense a difference in how earnest you were, how focused you've become? The more we fix our eyes on the principles of God's word, the more it'll affect our thinking, and that affects our actions and our words too. And I really hope that each of these lessons is useful to you, not just so you can uh, check off an item on your daily to-do list. I want these devotional times to truly be meaningful. So we continue in Proverbs chapter 2 in our series on disciplined living. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words, who has left the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely, Her house leads down to death, and her paths to the spirits of the dead. None who go to her return or attain the paths of life. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good, and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land, and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the unfaithful will be torn from it. And that's Proverbs chapter 2, and I read it in the New International Version as I will do in this series for the first reading. Of course, this connects directly with what we looked at before in chapter 1, this appeal to listen to wisdom, and that wisdom uh, correlates to to God's commands. And uh, particularly, he uses this image of of silver, um, treasure, hidden treasure. Think of a treasure hunt. Wisdom is a true treasure. It's not just knowledge, because wisdom, it is knowledge, but it's knowledge spiritually applied. And so uh, there are many people who are highly intelligent. They have lots of knowledge, but they're not wise unless they're using that knowledge in a spiritual way, not wise as the Lord would have them be. I remember an exciting kind of treasure hunt I took part in when I was age 10. I was 10. My brother was eight. And we had visited a family in Texas, and 
uh, an aunt gave us, her husband had long since um, deceased, uh, gave us his coin collection. These were American coins, but a lot of them, including over a thousand pennies. And the pennies were not only the the what's called the Lincoln cent with Abraham Lincoln on the front, those that began in 1909, but even Indian heads that go all the way back to the 1850s, thousands of coins and well over a thousand pennies because once we divided it up, I think I ended up with about 700 pennies. But there was one that I really hoped I would find. There was one very rare U.S. penny. It was minted in San Francisco in 1909, and they didn't print or mint very many of them. It's called the 1909 S, S for San Francisco. And so we're pouring, uh, combing through all these coins, and all of a sudden, I see it. My heart is pounding. It's a 1909 S. It's not worth one cent. I mean, it's a penny. It's worth 10,000 times that much. I still get excited, almost giddy, when I see ancient coins. Uh, I even collect uh, ancient Roman coins now. And uh, probably because it's a window into the past. It's not because I'm planning to to sell them and, and, and use the money for anything. But what is it in your life that you like to collect or you value? And there are all kinds of uh, legitimate hobbies, things we would do that we enjoy, we invest in. Nothing should take more of our, our effort or feel more important to us than our relationship with God and seeking his will, his word, his wisdom. The Lord wants us to be successful. It says he holds success in store for the upright. But success really does depend on being upright. I mean, by worldly criteria, you could become successful by cheating, but that wouldn't be true success. The Lord wants us to do something with our lives, have an impact on others. We read a few verses underneath that. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair every good path. So understanding follows having the right attitude. If our attitude is not right, it kind of short circuits the process and we may not be able to understand. I think we experience this a lot when we're trying to reason with non-Christians. We're showing them something that's very clear in scripture. And it's not that they're not intelligent, but the attitude's not right, which means they're not yet receptive uh, to to receiving uh, God's word. John 7, 17 is a, a typical passage like that, where Jesus says that we've got to be willing to do uh, what the Father wants, or we're not going to understand the word. And then it says, wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. When knowledge is pleasant to us, then we take joy in learning and meditating and reading, uh, in reading Christian books, listening to audio lessons, uh, spending time in the scriptures, listening to them or reading them. And of course, we push ourselves. We want to be disciplined. But when it's pleasant, you don't really have to push yourself. You don't have to push yourself because you're fascinated, you're all in, you're enthralled. And because of the love for God, it's like a love for anyone you care about. Um, Of course, you have to be diligent and and focused, but it's not a chore. It's something we want to do. 
And I, I see here the word is telling me that I don't have to kill myself, push myself. Uh, if I have the right attitude, I want to do it. It will come just uh, with the territory. But the right attitude, yes, we love God's word. We spend time in God's word. I don't care how old you are as a Christian, whether you've been around uh, 10 years or 40 years, uh, we all need this. And it's so exciting. Then he reminds us, wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men. In other words, from the bad company mentioned in chapter one. So really chapters one and two uh, should be studied together. Just we're separating it just so we can uh, have bite-sized lessons. But it, it rescues us. It'll keep us not only from the bad company, you know, those, those thugs, but also, this is in verse 16, wisdom will save you from the adulterous woman. Now, wisdom herself is a woman, personified wisdom. And we, we find her at different places in Proverbs. This is the second of the key women. It's the adulteress. We'll read a lot more about her in chapters 5, 6, and 7. Uh, it's a it's a really important emphasis, uh, fidelity and sexual purity. Uh, all of this comes under the heading of discipline and God's wisdom, and so you can look forward to learning more about the second woman and and the third and the fourth as well. And if we make the right choice, if we listen to the right voices, we'll be upright. The upright will live in the land; the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. That probably reminds you a little bit of the passage in Matthew 5, the meek will inherit the earth or the land. Land and earth are the same word in, in Hebrew. If we want a permanent place, if we want to be standing once the storm has passed, at the end, if we want eternal life, we're going to have to listen uh, to wisdom. Oh, these are some thoughts I have. I hope those are useful for you. Uh, Let me give a challenge, and then I'll read it in the English Standard, and we'll pray. The challenge of the day is very simple, to seek wisdom as a treasure, to make sure that today, this day, this is our uh, disposition towards God's Word, to seek wisdom as a treasure. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and your inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path, for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, 
who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Lord, this day, our prayer is that your word in us will be pleasant, will be sweet, something that we appreciate, value, and seek as for treasure. May there be no other information, no other way, no other path that fascinates, enthralls, uh, motivates, uh, cheers us uh, than, than the path of your wisdom and your word. We're not as wise as we should be. We're more conscious of our failures, our foolishness, than we are of our wisdom. Please let wisdom enter our soul. May your word find a place there. May your word truly abide in our hearts and that we may enjoy the freedom of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.